Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your kids, and your partner. We'll give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you. I'm Terilyn Griffin. I'm Caitlin Gabriel. And I'm Felicia Allen. Let's find the magic together. Hey everyone, it's Caitlin here. I'm sending you good vibes wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Um, I'm going to start off by sharing um, an experience that I've had a few years ago. And I've had a lot of similar experiences like this. And I think think we probably all have. It's part of being human. Um, But I remember when I first had uh, my first baby, Emmett, within the first month or two, I remember just thinking to myself, like I remember looking at him and just thinking, I, I like love him so much and I don't want time to pass. Like I was already kind of imagining like when he was going to be three, which is how old he is now, or when he was going to be in elementary school or junior high or an adult or whatever. And I was almost mourning him not being a baby anymore (laughs) because I was loving so much just the, just having a baby and how sweet he was and just being able to hold him. And, um, yeah, I would almost like have this mourning feeling while experiencing these great experiences with him. And I remember, um, within the the first couple months, I actually really distinctly where I, I distinctly remember where I was and, um, what was happening. But I remember Tara Lynn came over and she had a couple of her kids with her And I brought this up, like, I was like, I am just loving this so much, and um, I just don't want it to pass. And, like, I'm almost kind of, I'm, like, sad when I think about the future because I love it so much now. But, like, I know that's not healthy either. Um, And I remember she said, I don't remember her exact words, but I remember her saying, you know what, like, I think all of us feel that. And she brought up, you know, how her, one of her girls, Savannah, had mentioned kind of like a similar thing where I was like, man, I, I don't want to grow up. And like, I don't want, you know, like we have all these things where it's like, we don't really want things to change either, either because they're so beautiful right now, or we don't know, like it's unknown what the future could bring. Um, but what I realized as I was talking to Tara Lynn and that I have thought a lot about since is that all we have really is right now. And there's a quote by Byron Katie. So Byron Katie, um, she's awesome. She has a lot of really cool work. Um, One of her books that I I think is amazing to read for anybody is called Loving What Is. And she has a quote that says, we suffer when we cling to or resist an experience. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. So I want you guys to think about that for a second. But going back to my other experience, I realized I was wanting to cling so much to that time of Emmett being a baby that, and it would bring me like almost suffering because I didn't want it to pass. But it's like holding, I felt like I was trying to hold water in cupped hands. Like no matter how hard you try, you can't keep the water in your hands forever. Like it is going to go. And that's how time is. And, um, and I feel like, as soon as I, I feel like I've had a few really great experiences where, and, and just aha moments. And this time talking to Terilyn was one of those where I really did realize, I feel like sometimes we say this, but I actually clicked in my bones 
that like right now, this very moment is the only moment that I have. I don't have the past. It's already gone. And I don't have the future. It's not here yet. Like right now is all I have. And so if I'm worrying about what it's going to be in the future or I'm like concerned about what happened in the past, I'm missing the right now, which is all I actually have. And um, again, this is definitely something that we've talked about on the podcast, but I had one of those moments where I was like, oh my gosh, I don't like, I don't need to be worrying about holding on to this. I can simply just be here in this moment and process it. And I think the cool thing is, is that um, this goes both ways. Like it goes both for times where we are filled with a lot of joy, where it's beautiful times and happy times. And also in times that are really hard and dark and heavy where we're going through something where it feels like it might never end, but we want it to end so bad. Um, and I feel like I have a couple of people close to me that are going through some things like this, where they're processing things that are so hard and heavy. And, and it's, it feels as though there's no end in sight sometimes when we are going through something like that. Um, but again, there is something really beautiful. I'm going to go back to that quote that we suffer when we cling to or on the flip side, resist experience. Pain is inevitable, like we're all going to experience pain, but suffering is optional. So when we choose to simply be present in it and process through it, that's when we're able to let go of suffering. We'll still experience pain and painful things, but we don't have to suffer about it for longer than is necessary, whether it's because we're looking back on it or thinking about something in the future. Um, And so I think... Uh, I'm going to give one other experience of actually, and it was actually a really negative experience, but I was able to, because I I think it's really easy when things are happy to be like, okay, instead of worrying about how this won't be in the future, I am just going to simply be present now with it. Um, And I think there's some, I've had some beautiful moments where I have been able to stop myself of kind of sinking out of the present to bring myself back. And some really easy ways are just some of those mindfulness tips of like, what am I seeing right now? What am I feeling? What am I smelling? What like, what am I hearing? All of those things can bring us back to the present moment when I feel myself slipping out. Um, and I think something kind of cool, this is a quote from Eckhart Tolle, but he says, the moment you realize you are not present, you are present. Whenever you're able to observe your mind, you no longer, you are no longer trapped in it. Another factor has come in, something that is not of the mind, the witnessing presence. And um, I think something that I like about this is that sometimes I just love that it's almost like you can give yourself credit when you notice that you're not being present, you are being present. Like that's actually an act of bringing yourself back to being present, which I think is pretty awesome. Um, And so I think every time that we can bring ourselves back, and I think that we can do this multiple times a day. And I think it's a practice that we can almost build up throughout our days of like even just having trigger points of, you know, every time you turn on and off a light or like picking something that you almost choose. And it's like, okay, when I do this, I'm going to kind of go through my five senses and be present because the more often we can practice being present in this present moment, I mean, the more fully we're really living. We're not living outside of like we're not living in the future or the past, which I think is really, um, is a superpower. And um, there's actually a really cool um, video about that that I'll post in the show notes and in the email, but just how being mindful can bring so much power into our lives. 
Um, I'm going to flip over to when things are not going well in our lives. And I actually just had this experience just, um, it was just two weeks ago. My family, I mentioned this in an earlier episode, but we had a stomach bug come through our family a couple of weeks ago. It started with my three-year-old. And this is the first time in my motherhood career that we have experienced like a throwing up stomach bug, stomach bug. And it was dreadful. It was not good. And it started with Emmett and Cameron, my husband, was amazing. It started at night and Cam stayed up with him that whole night and like stayed home and worked from home the next day. And, you know, it, and it was a crazy night. Like Emmett threw up a ton throughout the night. Um, and we were all kind of dreading it, but a, a day or two had gone by and none of the rest of us, my one-year-old hadn't gotten it, me or Cam hadn't gotten it. So I was kind of thinking we were hopefully in the clear and it felt that way um, because Emmett, you know, seemed to be mostly over the worst of it. And again, none of us had showed any symptoms, but, um, <laughs> but later that day, as I was thinking like, okay, I think we are good. Um, Cam started to get feel, start feeling sick, which I was like, oh, okay, hopefully, you know, I was like, hopefully not, but whatever. And of course he did like, he start, he got sick. He came home and was sick the rest of the night. So he was sequestered in another part of the house. And then also at that same time, my one-year-old also started to throw up getting sick. So I was like, oh no. So this is all happening while Emma is still recovering. So in this time, I get everybody to bed and I am like starting to feel, I'm starting to feel some of the stomach pains that kind of accompany sickness. And I was a little bit in denial. I kept thinking like, okay, no, maybe, you know, maybe it's just in my head, you know, everybody else is getting sick and I was cleaning up throw up. So maybe I'm just feeling a little bit queasy or something. But, um, as the night wore on, I was think like, I was starting to feel more and more like, Oh, this could be like, I, I think I'm coming down with it. So, and I had done everything, like I'd gotten everybody settled and I, I had decided, you know, like I had gotten myself ready, had hopped in the shower, you know, got myself ready. And I even, so I like set up my station if I were to get sick in the night, like I, got some things ready so that I would be more comfortable and did all the stuff. And then I decided I was going to go to bed, went to bed, woke up a couple hours later and I was definitely sick. I like ran to the bathroom, like getting ready to throw up. And here's something that I think is important (laughs) because I hate throwing up with a fiery passion. And I'm sure like maybe there's a lot of you listening that's like, well, yeah, who doesn't? But I, I actually like legitimately have felt like it's a, it's like a fear of mine. I hate throwing up so bad. I feel like I'm going to die. Like I, I just, it sounds dramatic when it's not happening. Like as I'm saying it out loud, I know it sounds really dramatic, but that is truly how I feel. Like I feel like all leading up to it, I'm like praying, please, please, please anything, but like, please don't let me throw up. Like I hate it so bad. And, um, I just dread, dread, dread it and will do anything. Like I, start bargaining like in my prayers, like, please don't let me throw up. And anyway, but this time, I don't know if there was something about it because my whole family had gotten it. I think there was something to it that I, I was just almost like, I was just accepting that it was like, this is probably going to happen. Like, I know that this is going to happen. This has happened to everybody else. Um, and I think so. So I was almost in that state of mind where it's like, I, I can't deny this. I think this is going to happen. And I think because of that, it put me in this a different state of mind. And what was cool was as I was like getting ready to be sick, I was like preparing myself, 
the thought crossed my mind because I was. I was starting to feel all those feelings of dread and like denial. And I thought to myself, I even thought like maybe I'll turn on a book on tape, like a, an audio book so I can just almost distract myself until it happens. And then the thought crossed my mind, you know what? I can just choose to, I'm just going to like be present. And just to be clear, being present doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to choose to enjoy it. It just means I was just going to be present in it. And um, I've never done that before with this kind of sickness. And I did. Like, I honestly just, and I hope this is like, I, I hope I can articulate this right. But basically, I sat there and I started to feel like all the feelings coming up inside me. And I would even start to feel like, oh, I, don't, I really don't want this to happen. But I just like accepted them as they came, like all my feelings, all the physical like pains that were coming with it. And it was interesting because when it, when I did throw up, it was, um, it was horrible. (laughs) Like it wasn't great, but again, I was just present through it. And what was crazy about it, like, again, at the end I was like, that was not, like, that was not pleasant. Glad it's over. But what was crazy is that after that, like I was sick for, like, I was really tired for the next day. I could tell my body was healing, but I never threw up again despite like all the rest of my family had multiple throwing up like a lot, especially my kids, but even Cam way more than me. And the next, and I was like good after 24 hours and the rest of my family had to go through like days and days and days of feeling really horrible. Now I have a hypothesis and this is just my theory. So going off of this, but I actually feel like part of how I feel like my body was almost able to like heal and be recovered with it was because I wasn't, I feel like I actually really did just try to accept what was happening and I didn't try to rush through it. I didn't try to push it away. I just was present during it. And I really think that that like helped me move through it in a healthy way and come out the other side. Anyway, that is just my theory, but it was actually like, it was a really, I would say cool experience though like at first glance, that's not what you would think. Um, and I really do think that there is power in, um, just simply being present through really horrible things and really, really good things. And that I think by being present, we can simply move through them rather than either. Yeah. Trying to rush through it, which the truth is it doesn't really, when we do rush through it. It's, I mean, in this case with sickness, sometimes it doesn't matter if you want to rush through it. It's still going to happen. And the other thing is when we try to hold on too tightly, like this, um, I actually have this poem that I wrote, but like the seasons keep going and the sun keeps moving, like everything still keeps going, even if we want to hold on to it. Um, and so we don't really gain anything by trying to hold on to it. And so anyway, um, This is just like some of my thoughts on this. And so I think a try this or not is simply whether you're going through something that is so hard or something that's really beautiful and you don't want it to pass instead of worrying about what it will be like when it is passed or vice versa, like trying to just rush, rush, rush through it when we may not be able to simply bring yourself back to the present and some of those things of Like, what are you feeling in that present moment? All of your five senses and going through that. And I really do feel like there are some beautiful, beautiful benefits that can come from it. So that's my try this or not. 
And um, I hope there is something in here that can uh, that you can find some benefits with and that you can find the magic. Hey, everyone. We have a surprise for you. You know we are huge proponents of Gab devices, both their phones and their watches. We wholeheartedly endorse safe screen time for our kids and we truly believe that is a problem that we can solve as parents through being diligent about protecting our kids when they are on screens. And Gab makes this so easy. Uh, It allows us to give our kids the freedom of having phone or communications with their friends without any of the worry. And right now with code FINDTHEMAGIC, you can receive $25 off any new device. So head on over to gab.com forward slash findthemagic. That's G-A-B-B dot com forward slash magic to get $25 off any new device with Gab. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, this is Tara Lynn, and I would just like to give a personal thank you to everybody who has left us a review. They are so kind. I seriously get like teared up when I read them. One of my most current favorites is from a mom. She says that our podcast came out about when her first baby was born and she'd listen to our episodes on every walk that she'd go on. And she felt like she had like her best friends walking with her so i just want to let you guys know that we've had a lot of people say that they feel like we are their friends and i want you guys to know that we think about you guys all the time as our listeners and we i totally feel like you're our friends as well so i just want to thank you for leaving us a review and let you know it is so helpful for us and our podcast success when you do leave us a kind review so thank you if you are willing to leave us one you just go to search find the magic on apple podcasts And then you scroll to the bottom of the page and leave a review. And then you make sure you push send after you leave the review and give us a rating. Thank you so, so much. And hope you have a beautiful day. (coughs) (laughs) Brown cows.